Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Living your dream. Come and say living your dream. Did you miss me last week? Ah, thank you. I missed you too. Amen. So we are living our dreams. That's our theme for the month of September. It's beautiful. And I believe that uh, each and every theme comes with impartation. There is no theme that just comes so that God uh, 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 can just give us notes. It's not about us accumulating notes, but it's about the impartation that comes with the word of God um, um, uh, that is being declared in the house of the Lord. Somebody say amen. So I believe with every fiber of my being that it is the time for dreams that are dead to be resurrected. It is time for dreams that were lying dormant to be brought to the surface so that we can be able to live those dreams. We have already established the fact that it is God who gives dreams. God is a dream giver. And I am tempted to always say that God is the ultimate dreamer. So if you want to understand how to dream and fulfill your dreams, you must study God. God had a dream um, of a man reconciled back to him, and he was willing to pay the price. Are you willing to pay the price for your dream? So that is what we are talking about. Amen. And uh, before I get fired, I forgot uh, some announcements uh, that I was supposed to emphasize. I'm supposed to emphasize the fact that on Wednesday, Bazalone, what do I mean? Amen. Heritage Day. So everything is unusual. You know, we are preaching. Uh, it's, it's, it's unusual. So uh, emphasizing that I connect experience on Wednesday, right? Um, please register uh, if you have never. Um, attended any iConnect. You don't know anything about iConnect. You don't know which iConnect you belong to. Please register at the information desk immediately after the service, and they are going to give you Zoom details. Mfundise and I are going to be with you on Zoom on Wednesday, 6.30. Amen. So just register there, and then they will give you Zoom details, and Mfundise and myself will be with you uh, to give you that experience yeah, I connect, and then after that, you can then join whichever I connect that uh, uh, is is near you. But those who already belong to I connect groups, uh, be on the lookout. Your I connect leader is going to be sending details on where you will be meeting near near you. Amen. So that's how it's going to go. Please, Bazalwane, if you've never attended or you don't belong uh, to any I connect group, just get. Uh, the Zoom details, um, I mean, by registering downstairs, and I promise you, uh, we are going to explain everything to you on Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. Amen. And then, of course, it's the Hillcrest. And then now, I am dancing. The theme uh, for my message this morning is mastering your dream. Somebody say, mastering your dream. 
please uh, help me out this morning. Say it one more time. Mastering your dream. And also say, I am a master of my dreams. I am a master of my dreams. Please turn with me to the book of Genesis 30 number, uh, 37, verse number 18 to verse number 19. Genesis chapter number 37. Verse is, 30, uh, is 18 and 19. The Bible says in verse number 18, Now when they saw him afar off, even before he came near them, they conspired against him to kill him. Then they said to one another, look, this dreamer is coming. Look, this dreamer is coming. Somebody once said, all men dream, but not equally. Those who dream by night in the dusty recesses of their minds, wake in the day to find that it was vanity. But the dreamers of the day are dangerous men, for they may act their dreams with open eyes to make it possible. Now, Bazalane, as much as it is a good thing to have a dream. But a dream alone is not enough. Yeah. It must be accompanied by consistent action. You cannot call yourself a dreamer if you are not going to act on it. Dreamers are people who take actions in as far as their dreams are concerned. So as a dreamer, you must be intentional to do whatever it takes to realize your dream, to do whatever it takes to live your dream. I said earlier on, God is a good pattern of a dreamer and he was willing to even give his only begotten son so that he can see his dream of being reconciled back to men, realized. So every dreamer is supposed to get themselves to work. Every dreamer is supposed to make sure that they are intentional in making sure that they do whatever it takes to live their dreams. So all things must be in motion. You cannot be a person who says, they have a dream, but there is no motion towards realizing that dream. Somebody say amen. amen. So in other words, when we say there must be motion, it is between, this motion is between yourself and God. There is a part that God is supposed to play in your dream, but also there is a part that you are supposed to play in as far as your dream is concerned. So the motion is supposed to be on your part but also the motion will also be on God's part. So there is a part that you must play and then allow God to play his part. Somebody say amen. amen. So it is not enough to just sit down and say, I have a dream. But you must have a dream 
just like the man we quoted, he says, the ones who dream during the day are the ones who are dangerous because they may just act with their eyes opened. So the one who dreams at night can wake up and say, oh, it was just a dream. But if you dream during the day, you can take a step forward towards the realization of that dream. But it is important that we always understand the fact that God will not come and make our dreams a reality. There are things that we need to do. There is a part that we need to play. Uh, uh, earlier, I mean, last week I said in Hillcrest when I was talking about uh, the keys, I said that sometimes when the door is, is, is locked, you are inside, you are locked in, but you have the key. So then uh, you are not really stranded. Because you can just stand up, get the key, and unlock the door. So that is your participatory role that you play in making sure that you end up realizing your dream. So it is the same thing with your dreams. God is interested in your dreams. God is interested in making them a reality. God is interested in you living your dream. And God wants to do something about it. However, there is also your part that you need to play. Somebody say amen. amen. So what are these parts that we need to play? I'm going to give us a few. Number one, you must mind your business. Mind your business. First Thessalonians chapter number four, verse number 11, the Bible says that you also aspire to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business. So this thing of minding your own business is biblical. You must mind your own business. So in other words, when someone says mind your own business, they are not insulting you. It's biblical. It says mind your own business. But in this case, as we are talking about our dreams, so in other words, God is saying you must mind your dream. Be, be occupied with your dream. There are people who are occupied with other people's businesses. There are people who are very much engaged in knowing what other people are doing. Whereas their own dreams are lying dormant. Whereas there is nothing that they are doing about their own dreams. They are busy pointing fingers at people who are doing something. Have you ever seen someone who is busy pointing fingers and saying they, they should have done this, they should have done that, whereas they are sitting down and not doing anything? Those people are people who are not minding their own business. And people who, who are idling have got a lot to say. Especially with those who are in motion. The first person to criticize you when you do something and you fail is a person who's doing nothing. People who have done things and have failed or people who have done things and have succeeded understand what it takes to get things done. That's why you will find people who have done great things never looking down upon someone who is doing something. You will find them using a phrase that says, you, at least you are doing something. Amen. Because they understand that success is in doing something. Amen. Ah, Amen. but those who are doing nothing. So in case there is someone who's been criticizing you, be it on social media platforms or at work or wherever, 
let them be. They are idling. You must keep working. You must keep working. Don't waste time minding other people's business. Because the Bible clearly says you will suffer if you keep your nose in other people's businesses. In the book of 1 Peter, chapter number 4, verse number 15, the Bible says, But let none of you suffer as a murderer, as a thief, an evildoer, or as a busy body in other people's matters. So, Look, you know, the person who is a busybody in other people's matters uh, uh, is, the Bible is actually umkatanisa namamedaras. So, kushuguti mangaba utanda is in the abazabanyabantu ufana nombulal. Same sentence. Under the same breath, God is saying, you will suffer. So in other words, the same punishment of a murderer, the same punishment of an evil doer, is the same punishment that is fit for someone who is a busybody in other people's businesses. Ah! It says you will suffer. It says you will suffer. Yo, a murderer an evil doer, a thief, then same sentence, a busy body in other people's matters. So in other words, when you find someone doing something, rather just be nice about it. Otherwise you will suffer. I'd rather suffer for Christ rather than suffering for being a busy body in other people's businesses. There are people who are doing some things and they have not mastered them. It's okay. While you are busy talking, they are mastering their dreams. While you are busy talking about how much they have not mastered what they are doing. Somebody say amen. So people... Often talk, talk about dreamers. People criticize dreamers. And if you are a dreamer that wants to be comfortable and does not want people to criticize you, you just want to always be comfortable, chances are you might not get to where you are going. Because each time somebody criticizes you, you will have to stop. And time is running out. So we must mind our own business and not even worry about those who can't mind their own. Why? Because they will suffer. How do they suffer? They suffer from an illness called jealousy because they have, they have made it an assignment. They have made it a point to say that I am going to, make, to, to study this person what is this person doing? So they have employed themselves to just watch your business, to just watch your moves. Watch what you are doing instead of being busy with their own dreams. So if you are going to stop 
and correct them and say, no, actually, it, that's not the case. Just make peace with the fact that every dreamer is going to be talked about by those who are doing nothing. Somebody say amen. amen. So we need not to neglect our own dreams by reason of those who are busy, buddies in our business. Somebody say amen. amen. So hallelujah. So dreamers are thinkers. Proverbs chapter number 23, verse number 7, the Bible says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. And also in Proverbs chapter number 4, Verse number 23, the Bible says, be very careful about what you think. Your thoughts run your life. So it is important that you constantly think about your dream. You constantly think about your dream and you become innovative because each time you think about your dream, you are allowing God to even answer your thoughts because the Bible says, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above more than what we can ever ask or think. So the same thing here is ask and think. So it means God answers prayers in two ways. He answers the prayers you pray and he answers the prayers you think. That is why it is important to think in line with your dreams, to think in line with what you want to see because God is going to answer both what you are praying for and what you are thinking. So don't allow your mind to go wild away from what you are praying for. No matter what happens, no matter what the enemy can bring your way to try and distract you from realizing the dream that you have and the, and the dream that God has given you, don't allow your mind to go far and wander away from your dream. Because you are going to see different results from what you really want to see. Somebody say amen. So it is important that we think and we think constantly in line with that which we want to see in as far as our dreams are concerned. Somebody say amen. amen. So we need to always think and strategize to say what could be the next move? What is it that God would want me to do so, so that I can be able to be a step forward towards my dreams? Somebody say amen. amen. So when we face obstacles, we need to allow the Holy Spirit to inspire us to think. Because the Bible talks about the mind of Christ. So it means that God is also a thinker. He thinks through his spirit. And when we allow his spirit to also think through us, don't be the kind of a Christian that says, I'm going to pray and everything is just going to be okay. Yes, everything is going to be okay when you pray. But also there is a role that you must play and you need to make sure that you sit down, you think, and you ask the Holy Spirit to help you think things through so that you don't uh, uh, get to a point where you are stagnant in, in your dream because they come in phases, they come in waves. This time, it's nice and it, everything is going well. And when the next level comes, you need to think yourself to the next level. Somebody say amen. And the Holy Spirit is there for each and every one of us to inspire us to think ourselves to the next 
level. Somebody say amen. amen. Number two, work on your dream. Work on it. Every day, wake up in the morning and work on it. And in most cases, when we say work, people think about employment. You can work without being employed. I amen. People think you can only work when you are employed. But if you are a person who has a dream, you can get on to work on, on your dream each and every day without somebody employing you. You can work on your dream. You don't have to be employed by anyone to work. Find what you can do and do it with all your might. Do it with all your strength. Those who realize their dreams are those who are busy working. Find something to do and work it. Find something to do and work it. And I promise you, you will see that God indeed will favor you even as you are busy working. Because after Joseph shared his dream with his brothers, they started mocking him. Remember the scripture we read earlier on? It says when he was approaching them, it says they said, look, there comes the dreamer. Because people, when your dream has not been realized, when your dream, when you are still working on your dream, they are going to mock you. That is why you need to develop a thick skin. If you are a dreamer, you must develop a thick skin. You must know that you are supposed to be strong. And whoever is mocking you and, and mocking you about your dream, you just need to understand the fact that there is something that I am working on. You can only cry if, it, that, if you are not working on your dream. But if you are working on your dream, then they are pushing you towards the right direction. In most cases, we always shy away and, and shrink back each time people mock us about our dreams. And sometimes they are staring up just like Joseph. They were staring up the dreamer in him uh, when they called him a dreamer. Because when you are called something, it invokes what you carry in as far as that thing is concerned. One day you will say to them, you are busy building a, bu a business and something is not going right in as far as the dream of building a business is concerned. And they are going to mock you and call you a business person. Don't be scared to say, yes, I am. Even though, some, even though there is nothing to show about it. Don't shrink back when, when people mock you about your dream. Don't. Because they will always have something to say. Remember I said, it is because they are not working on theirs. It is because they are not working on theirs. They become sarcastic. So you need to be a person who is strong. Because they are stirring up the dreamer in you. The more they mock you, the more they become sarcastic, the more they talk about you, the more they sabotage you, is the more the dream is supposed to be stirred up. In fact, each time they become hostile towards you, that is the time you must even go even harder towards the direction of your dream. Because then you know for sure that this is it. This is exactly it. 
because there is no way that the brothers of Joseph would have had a problem had he said, I am a shepherd just like you. But as soon as you dream a little bit more than what people have gauged you to dream, they are going to have a problem with you. And you must get ready to be mocked. You must get ready for them to be sarcastic towards you. You must get ready for them to turn against you. Why? Because you are now going straight for that which God has called you to do. And I said in Hillcrest last week, unfortunately they don't know that even though they are used to show you that indeed you are on the right track, but they are going to suffer from the collateral damage because whoever stands on the way of a dreamer that is dreaming a dream that has been given to them by God is going to have a problem with God himself. Why? Because the train is coming and the train is not going to retreat. The train is not going to even hold back. The train is charging towards them. It it's either they move away or they are going to suffer collateral damage. So we need not to be scared. As long as we know we are locked in the will. Because you remember we did spoke about the prison, which is the will of God. As long as you know you are locked in the will, charge towards it. And I promise you, whoever stands before you, God will deal with them. And God will deal with them harshly. Somebody say amen. Need to be the master of your own dream. Be in charge of your own dream. Be the captain of your own dream. Don't allow yourself to even shrink at any obstacle. Be the master of your own dream. Be that captain that drives your dream. Be the one who drives it in such a way that even if nobody shows up, you are there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Why? Because you know that this is your dream and you are the captain of your own dream. Amen. Say, I am the master of my dream. No one will invest in your dream more than you do. If you want people to invest in your dream, be it with their talents, be it with their giftings, be it with their expertise. You need to be the greatest investor. Take the bar very high so that then you can get the highest that you can get from people. Don't expect to be a boss overnight. Be everything that you can be in your dream. Everything. I don't think there is a role that Umfundisi has not played in this church ever since the inception of this place, of this, of this church. Every role. All of. From website to manuals to sweeping to washing windows to you name it. But most of us are robbed by the devil. With this pigmanism that the enemy gives to us. 575 rand in the account. You are the boss. You are not, you are not yet the boss. Listen, Basalone, Basalan. I know sometimes this isn't funny, but this is very, very serious. You must be the greatest investor of your dream. Whatever dream that you have, 
be the, in the greatest investor and take the bar so high in such a way that whoever comes in that God brings into your dream, they know that the standard here is very high. So no one will be mediocre. But if you yourself is mediocre, ah, you will not achieve anything. So from today onwards, strip yourself off this pigmanism. Someone told me something I, 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 I could not believe. She said, she said to me, you know, Mom Fundisi, eh, she's, a, she's a pastor's wife. Then the church is one year and six months, I think, or somewhere around there. She says, eh, you know, I was cleaning, and then some people at church said, hey, 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 don't clean. You, your level is no longer. I said, 18 years on, if there's a paper, I pick it up. 18 years on, I clean when we are supposed to clean. Don't listen to anyone who says that you are going to arrive at two years and never reach 25 years because you have arrived. So why must God promote you? Because you've arrived. So even in your own dream, in your own business, don't arrive. Don't arrive. If you have to Go down and bake that bread. Go and bake that bread and sell it. I'm telling you, if you are a dreamer that is going to realize their dreams, listen, Barcelona, some of us, the dreams that we have are going to take families to higher heights. So you cannot afford the generation. There is a generation at stake. You can't afford... To crack, you can't afford to be big. No, you can't afford. Don't be big. At any level, don't be big. There's still room for more. Once you have, you have this mentality of having arrived, then God says, my work is done. Because you've arrived. There are people no one can tell them anything. Once they have one million, one, one. No one can even, even their own wives. I am a Even their own wives cannot have a say anymore. The man is big. Even their own husbands can't say anything to them, can't tell them anything. Why? Because God brought them to something. That was a taste. That was showing them that they are going somewhere. But they arrived early. Don't arrive early. Never arrive early. Dreamers must never arrive early. If you are going to be a person who dreams with God, it means that there are generations that are attached to your dream. There are families that are attached to your dream. There are people who are waiting for your dream for theirs to be birthed. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. If yours works, theirs will work. But if you have arrived, then who is God going to use for others? Don't arrive. Don't have that mentality and don't allow people to even put you 
in that state of having arrived. Never arrived. No matter what car you drive, I, I said, I said to, the people, to, to the people of God in Hillcrest that dreams are not cars. Dreams are not big houses. Dreams are supposed to be for impact. Yes, they can produce big houses. Yes, they can produce big cars. But they are for impact. Primarily, dreams that are from God are for impact. And we need to understand that it is about impact. It's not about us. We are just being used as dreamers. And the scripture that we read when they were saying to, the, to him, look, the dreamer is coming. It is so interesting that in the Hebrew, that word translated means that master of dreams. So in other words, they were saying, there comes the master of dreams. He told them just two dreams that he dreamed. But they called him by his destiny. Sometimes the insult that you are running away from is exactly what you are supposed to embrace because that is exactly what you are going to become. They are actually stirring up something in the inside of you. So when they are insulting you, they are saying to him, look, that master of dreams is coming. So sometimes they are going to call you things that you don't necessarily like. However, you need to understand that it is what the enemy is seeing. Maybe the thing that you don't see even in yourself. Sometimes we need to look around each time people call us names. They didn't know. They did not know that they were giving him a title. And when they sold him, they sold him because they thought they were being spiteful to him. Only to find that they were pushing him to the next level. Sometimes people will leave you, but as they leave, they are pushing you to something that you never thought you could do. They are causing you to be able to even not crack under pressure. There is something that is being stirred up in the inside of you. Don't be afraid when people turn against you. They are turning against you because they see something in you. Unfortunately, they are being used of the enemy who is able to see what's coming. And they don't know that they are being used by the enemy. You need to stand your ground and say something good is going to come out of this. It doesn't matter who says what. It doesn't matter who sells me out. They sold him. Every dreamer needs to know that everyone who sells you out is pushing you to the next level. As much as painful as it can be, as much as it can be, full of tears, can't sleep at night, full of stress, full of not knowing what to do. But praise be to God, there is the spirit in man. The Bible says it brings understanding to the simple. So when there is an area where you are simple in, just know there is a spirit in man. And it gives, ah, hallelujah. Amen. Dream. Yes. 
And in most cases, they say, dream on. Yes, dream on. Yes, dream on. Yes, dream on. The Bible says Joseph had a dream. He told it to his brothers. And they had a problem. And then the Bible says he had another dream. God can give you another dream. God can give you another job. God can give you another marriage. Come on, somebody. God can give you another business. God can give you another deal. Another, another one, another dream. Never stop dreaming. There's always room. There's always room for a dream. No matter what happens, never lose the spirit of a dreamer. Never lose the spirit of a dreamer. The master of dreams, they said. Little did they know that when they were selling him, he was supposed to go ahead of them so that when they are in trouble, he can be there to rescue them. So you never know why are they doing what they are doing to you. Sometimes it's even for their own benefit that when the going gets tough in their lives, that is the time you will be there standing as Joseph, the master of dreams. Exactly the dream that he had came to pass. And you will remember that they said to him, in other words, you think you are going to rule over us. Especially us, black nation, may God help us. As soon as God elevates one of us, when we work for white people, I'm sorry to say, I don't mean to be mean to the other race. But as soon as we work for the other race, we are so good. We are very respectful. We take whatever comes and we don't have a problem with it. But as soon as God elevates a black man, the man who is supposed to even help you with your own dreams, we malfunction. We malfunction. We never, we, we, we don't give respect where respect is due. May God help us. May God help us. May God help us. As a black nation, on Heritage Day, we are busy perishing in poverty. Why? Because when God raises people up with a dream that can impact many, we take them for granted. We take them for granted. But in Gamanyamakam, because we are going to rule over us. I did not choose. I just dreamt. And I acted on my dream. Instead of you partaking on my dream, you have a problem. They interpreted his dream for him. So maybe the trouble they are bringing your way is an interpretation of your dream. Maybe you did not understand what was your dream about. But look around. Who is mocking you? Look around. Who is turning against you? Then you will get the interpretation of your dream. It means you are going far. It means you are going places. It means you are going to get to a place that you have never gotten to before. Every dimension has got its own problems. It's either we sit here and die, said the people who were strike with leprosy. They decided that we are going to stand up. My next point, but my time is up. But it is 
The fact that you must deal with fear. Deal with fear. That's the next point. Deal with fear. Overcome fear. You know, decisively so. Decide that fear is not going to hold me back. Fear of the past. Fear of failure. Fear of things not working out for you. Fear of the future. Don't allow fear to cripple you. Don't allow fear to cause you to not dream the dream that God has placed in your heart. Don't allow fear to hold you back from pursuing the dream that God has given you. The Bible says those men stood there. They were sitting down by the gates and they said, the Syrians are coming. The Syrians are there. We are hungry here and we are strike with leprosy. I don't know how hungry are you. I, I don't know if I'm talking to people who are hungry enough this morning. They were hungry, they were weak, and they were sick. I don't know about you, but poverty is a sickness. And I don't want it near my children. I don't want it near me. I don't want it near anyone that God has brought into my life. They were hungry, they were sick, and they were weak. They sat down by the gates and they said to themselves, because whether we sit here, we are comfortable. We are far from the Syrians. We are going to die anyway. So it's either we go and die or we sit and die. But dying, we are going to die. So anyway, dying you will die. So why not die whereas you are busy pursuing your dream? I might as well just die on my way to the realization of my dream than dying, sitting down, doing nothing about that which God has placed in my heart. I'm here this morning to provoke somebody who is sick and tired of being sick and tired who is sick with poverty, who is sick with whatever it is that they are going through. And they know that they are going to die anyway. Whether you sit there, you are going to die. Whether you stand up and pursue the Syrian army, you are going to die. And they made the correct choice that we can learn from this morning. The Bible says they stood up and they said to themselves, what are you saying to yourself today? If we perish, we perish. If we perish, we perish. Tomorrow morning, I want you to wake up and go there. Go to your dream. Go to that pursuit. Whatever it is, go to it. And say, if I die, I die. But it's time for me to live my dream. I want someone who is provoked this morning to live their dreams. To say, I am not going to sit here and die. I'm going to dust myself off and I'm going to march. The Bible says they were amplified and the Syrians ran for their lives because they thought the army was coming to them. They didn't know it was weak people. I want you to stand up and try and walk. No matter how difficult it can be, God is going to elevate you and God is going to make the sound of your footsteps even louder and louder before the enemy.
enemy. God is going to give you a face of a lion. You will think it's your makeup, but the enemy will see a face of a lion. Why? You have stood up and you have said if you're to yourself, if I perish, I perish. I want someone to be provoked this morning. Stand up. Shonekon. Yes. They said if we perish, we perish. If we die, we die. God can amplify your voice. He amplified their steps. The Bible says they, they did not even have to fight. They found all the Syrians gone. Thinking that an army was coming. One man with God can be an army. Tomorrow you can be an army. Without you even knowing, no matter how weak you are, the enemy won't know whether it's you or Jesus approaching. Hallelujah. 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 They must. To the Syrians, the Bible says they found food. Yeah. They found everything in there. Yeah. Yes. Ziki Zabo. Yes. 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 God can cause your footsteps to be amplified. Just begin to pray. We have an advantage. The armies of our God, angels themselves. We have an advantage. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.